scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 4 of Week 4 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're in Genesis chapters 47 and 48, Psalm 25, and Galatians chapter 3. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are so grateful that you are someone we can trust completely, that we know if we trust in you, we will not be ashamed. We know, Father, that it is through faith in your Son that we can receive forgiveness as we have entered into him through baptism. And we pray, Father, that you would help us to continue to live by faith, that we would always trust in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's begin our reading in Genesis chapter 47. So Joseph went and reported to Pharaoh, and he said, My father and my brothers, with their flocks and their herds and all that they have, have come from the land of Canaan. Now they are here in the land of Goshen. And from among his brothers he took five men and presented them before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, your servants are keepers of sheep, both we and our ancestors. And they said to Pharaoh, We have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. So now, please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them live in the land of Goshen. And if you know there is among them men of ability, then appoint them overseers of my own livestock. Then Joseph brought his father Jacob and presented him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my sojourning are one hundred and thirty years. Few and hard have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not reached the days of the years of the lives of my ancestors and the days of their sojourning. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh, and he went out from the presence of Pharaoh. And Joseph settled his father and his brothers, and he gave them property in the land of Egypt, in the best part of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had instructed. And Joseph provided his father and his brothers, and all the household of his father, with food, according to the number of their children. So there was no food in all the land, for the famine was very severe. And the land of Egypt languished with the land of Canaan on account of the famine. And Joseph collected all the money found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they were buying. And Joseph brought the money into the house of Pharaoh. And when the money was spent in the land of Egypt and from the land of Canaan, all of Egypt came to Joseph, saying, Give us food, why should we die before you, for the money is used up? And Joseph said, Give your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock, if your money is used up. So they brought their herds to Joseph, and Joseph gave food to them in exchange for horses, their flocks, and their cattle and donkeys. And he provided them with food in exchange for all their livestock that year. When that year ended, they came to him in the following year and said to him, We cannot hide from my Lord that our money and livestock belong to my Lord. Nothing remains before my Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we die in front of you, both we and our land? 
buy us and our land in exchange for food, then we and our land will be servants to Pharaoh. Then give us seed, and we shall live and not die, and the land will not become desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for each Egyptian sold his field, for the famine was severe upon them, and the land became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he transferred them to the cities, from one end of the territory of Egypt to the other. Only the land of the priests he did not buy, for there was an allotment for the priests from Pharaoh, and they lived on the allotment that Pharaoh gave to them. Therefore they did not sell their land. And Joseph said to the people, Look, I have bought you and your land this day for Pharaoh. Here is seed for you, so you can sow the land. And it shall happen that at the harvest you must give a fifth to Pharaoh, and four-fifths shall be yours, as seed for the field, and for your food, and for those who are in your households, and as food for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. If we have found favor in the eyes of my Lord, we will be servants to Pharaoh." So Joseph made it a statute unto this day concerning the land of Egypt, one-fifth to Pharaoh. Only the land of the priests alone did not belong to Pharaoh. So Israel settled in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they acquired possessions in it, and were fruitful, and multiplied greatly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt seventeen years, and the days of Jacob, the years of his life, were one hundred and forty-seven years. When the time of Israel's death drew near, he called to his son, to Joseph, and he said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, please put your hand under my thigh, that you might vow to deal kindly and faithfully with me. Please do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my ancestors. Carry me out of Egypt, and bury me in their burial site. And he said, I will do according to your word. Then he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself on the head of the bed. Chapter 48 And it happened that after these things it was said to Joseph, Behold, your father is ill. And he took his two sons with him, Ephraim and Manasseh. And it was told to Jacob, Behold, your son Joseph has come to you. Then Israel strengthened himself, and he sat up in the bed. Then Jacob said to Joseph, El Shaddai appeared to me in Luz, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me, and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful, and make you numerous, and will make you a company of nations, and I will give this land to your offspring after you as an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt, before my coming to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, as Reuben and Simeon are." And your children whom you father after them shall be yours. By the name of their brothers they shall be called with respect to their inheritance. As for me, when I came to Pet and Aram, Rachel died to my sorrow in the land of Canaan, on the way when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. When Israel saw the sons of Joseph, he said, Who are these? Then Joseph said to his father, these are my sons whom God has given me here. And he said, Please bring them to me that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim on account of old age. He was not able to see. So he brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I did not expect to see your face, and behold, God has also shown me your offspring. 
Then Joseph removed them from his knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. And Joseph took the two of them, Ephraim at his right to the left of Israel, and Manasseh at his left to the right of Israel. And he brought them near to him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and put it on the head of Ephraim, now he was the younger, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who shepherded me all my life unto this day, the angel who redeemed me from all evil, may he bless the boys. And through them let my name be perpetuated, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them multiply into many in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father put his right hand on the head of Ephraim, he was displeased, and he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from the head of Ephraim over to the head of Manasseh. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, father, because this one is the firstborn, put your right hand upon his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But his younger brother shall be greater than him, and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, Through you Israel shall pronounce blessing, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and like Manasseh. So he put Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you, and will bring you back to the land of your ancestors. And I have given to you one slope of land rather than your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorites by my sword and with my bow. All right, now let's read Psalm 25. Of David To you, O Yahweh, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. Those who betray without cause should be put to shame. Make me know your ways, O Yahweh. Teach me your paths. Cause me to walk in your truth, and teach me, because you are the God of my salvation. I await you all day long. Remember your compassion, O Yahweh, and your acts of loyal love, because they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your loyal love, remember me, if you will, for the sake of your goodness, O Yahweh. Good and right is Yahweh. Therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He causes the humble to walk in justice and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of Yahweh are loyal love and faithfulness for those who keep his commandments and statutes. Also for the sake of your name, O Yahweh, forgive my sin, because it is great. Who is the man fearing Yahweh? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. His soul will lodge in prosperity, and his offspring will possess the land. Intimate fellowship with Yahweh is for those who fear him, and he makes known his covenant to them. My eyes are continually toward Yahweh, because he will take my feet from the net, Turn to me and have mercy on me, because I am lonely and afflicted. Remove the troubles of my heart, bring me out from my distresses, consider my affliction and trouble, and forgive all my sins. Consider that my enemies are many, and they hate me with violent hatred. Protect my life and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, because I take shelter in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, because I wait for you. 
O God, redeem Israel from all its troubles. All right, now let's read Galatians chapter 3. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as having been crucified? I want only to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now trying to be made complete by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things for nothing? If indeed also it was for nothing, therefore does the one who gives you the Spirit and who works miracles among you do so by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness, then understand that the ones who have faith, these are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, proclaimed the good news in advance to Abraham. In you all the nations will be blessed. So then the ones who have faith are blessed together with Abraham who believed. For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is every one who does not abide in all the things that are written in the book of the law to do them. Now it is clear that no one is justified in the sight of God by the law, because the one who is righteous will live by faith. But the law is not from faith, but the one who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, because it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, in order that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, so that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brothers, I am speaking according to a human perspective. Nevertheless, when the covenant of a man has been ratified, no one declares it invalid or adds additional provisions to it. Now to Abraham and to his descendants the promises were spoken. It does not say, and to descendants, as concerning many, but as concerning one, and to your descendant, who is Christ. Now I am saying this, the law that came after 430 years does not revoke the covenant previously ratified by God in order to nullify the promise. For if the inheritance is from the law, it is no longer from the promise, but God graciously gave it to Abraham through the promise. Why then the law? It was added on account of transgressions, until the descendant should come to whom it had been promised, having been ordered through angels by the hand of a mediator. Now the mediator is not for one, but God is one. Therefore is the law opposed to the promises of God? May it never be. For if a law had been given that was able to give life, certainly righteousness would have been from the law. But the scripture imprisoned all under sin, in order that the promise could be given by faith in Jesus Christ to those who believe. But before faith came, we were detained under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith was revealed. So then the law became our guardian until Christ, in order that we could be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus." And if you are Christ's, then you are descendants of Abraham, heirs according to the promise. 
All right. Well, we do have a trustworthy God who fulfills his promises and has brought about salvation through faith in Christ Jesus for as many as have been baptized into Christ and put on Christ. Well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.